0: The heart is the core of the spiritual life. When a person gets saved, God transforms the deceitful human heart into a heart that loves and wants to be more like His Son. Each day, however, the believer must continually renew his soul in God's Word and guard his heart carefully in order to grow. Jeremiah Clark focuses this week on the importance of dealing with the very foundation of spiritual growth, an upright heart.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Walk Talks podcast. I'm Jeremiah Clark, and I'm thankful that you guys are back here on a Thursday, the last day of our study together. Guys, I've enjoyed it, and it's been good to say God's word with you. And although I can't see you, I just, I really love the chance to connect with you guys again. And, you know, I hope you guys are coming back to Southland this summer. I know I am. I know that uh, is news to some of you guys, but I'm going to be back at Southland, and I'm excited to see what God has to do in my life and in your guys' life. And if this is your last summer, I would really encourage you, hey, spend one more week at Southland. You know, the world can wait for you to come back after your senior year. Take that last week, your last summer, you can come, let God work, One week can do a lot of good, and um, God's working, and he's working at Southland. So, well, guys, let's get right back into what we are studying this week. This week, we're studying the heart, and we define the heart as the center of our being. It's the source of our personality, emotions, actions, words, motives, worldview, and determination. So yesterday, we kind of ended with looking—we're looking for a couple of keys to having a heart that God can use. So that's exactly what we're looking for today. What are those keys? How can we have that clean heart, if you will, that David wanted so badly that he wrote about, that he said his heart was fixed? How do we get that heart? Because that's what we're looking for. Uh, Guys, it's important to know that the condition of our heart is vital to the effectiveness of our ministry. If we want to do things for God, our heart has to be right before him. And that's what he's searching for. That's what he's looking for. And that's what our desire today is to be. So what are some of these key areas? Well, there's no better place that we can look than to what Jesus said. Jesus tells us exactly how to find where our heart was at. And I know uh, some of you are probably like, well, duh, it's in your chest. Well, you're hilarious, but we all know that's not the heart that we're looking for. Uh, No, Jesus is going to tell us where our heart, where the heart that gives us motives, that gives us determination, that that is the source of our emotion, where is that heart going to be? Well, in Matthew 6 and starting in verse 19, Jesus really uh, clears this up for us. He says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break in th- uh, through or steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Did you catch that? For where your treasure is, there will your heart also. Um, Billy Graham said it this way. He said, give me five minutes with a person's checkbook and I will tell you where their heart is. Well, he's basically saying, look, it doesn't take me long to find out where your heart is. Where's your money going? Well, that's one aspect of it. He's certainly right about that. We spend money on the things we like. I know people who love games where they spend money on games. Uh, I know some of you girls like makeup, right? Where's your money go? To make up the things that we like aren't free, but if our heart—if that's where our heart is, we're more than willing to part with the money that we have to get it, anything we can do to get it. Well, guys, in a world plagued by materialism, God is asking for your treasure to be solely in him. God says, hey, look, uh, look around you. All this stuff, moth and musk corrupts, it's all gonna be gone. It's all gonna pass away. I want your treasure, your focus to be on me. Proverbs twenty-seven nineteen says, As in water, face answereth to face, so the heart of man to man. You're like, Jeremiah, what in the world are you talking about? Let me break that down, guys. That's basically just saying you can look at a man and through his actions, through his words, just like we talked about, you can see his heart. Let Let me explain this. Here's some examples. You know where people's hearts are by their actions. For instance, if your priority is streaks on Snapchat, you'll never miss a snap. Have you guys noticed that? I know some of you guys have like, You know, 809, the streak, because you've you've hit it that many days without fail. Uh, The other one that um, my siblings all do is Duolingo. They're learning Spanish one streak at a time. Every day, they're learning Spanish, and they don't miss it. You know what I mean? That's where their priority is. If your priority is exercise, which is a good thing, by the way. Exercise is something that we should have in our life. If your priority is exercise, you never miss a day at the gym. Isn't that right? I know guys that never miss a day at the gym because it's their priority. Um, how about this? If your priority is food, you'll never miss a meal. So, you guys love those people that are like, oh man, I forgot to eat breakfast this morning. Uh, come on. Now, look, maybe, maybe this is just me. I never forget to eat breakfast in the morning. Now, look, maybe, maybe I didn't have time for breakfast. Maybe that's, it. that's a legitimate thing. You didn't have time to eat your food. But I never forget. It's not like, you know, 1130 rolls around and I'm like, oh, man, I didn't eat breakfast this morning. No, that never happens. So that's another thing. Where's your priority? If your priority, this is tough. If your priority is church, you won't sleep in on Sunday morning. If your priority is devotions, you won't go days without touching your Bible. You know, some of us have Bibles that make really neat coffee table decorations. Guys, listen, I'm not trying to hurt feelings. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm just saying that the Bible says that we can't fake it. We can't, people can tell where our heart is by our priorities, by our actions. You know, if you love football, you'll talk about football. If you love the Bible, you'll talk about the Bible. Guys, this is really important. And by the way, if we are able to trick men, and and they think our treasure is somewhere that it's not, remember that God still sees the heart. The Bible says that God knows the secrets of our heart. So how do we keep the right focus or treasure, if you will, on God? Uh, in Proverbs 4.23, it says that we need to keep our heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life, okay? Um, my Bible had a note at the bottom, and it said with all diligence is basically meaning more than all guarding, are you, are you feeling the urgency in this? We need to keep our heart with all diligence, more than all guarding. This is important. We must constantly keep ourselves. We must keep our hearts. Uh, Saul, we talked about him earlier this week. Saul did not keep his heart, and rather than that, he let wealth and his own glory steal his focus. Think about this one. Solomon, the wisest man ever to live. This is David's son, by the way, uh, the man after God's own heart. His son, Solomon, didn't keep his heart. And do you know what happened? He let women steal his focus. David had to constantly keep his heart. That's why he said, uh, Grant me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Now, guys, let's bring it uh, back to. to to our day a little bit, think about this. Brother Mike, Brother Mike Herbster has to keep his heart every day. Your pastor has to keep his heart every day. You and I have to keep our heart every single day. We have to, to more, all than, more than all guarding. This is the most important thing that we have to guard, our hearts. Okay. If we want to be used by God, if we want our ministry to be effective, we have to keep our heart. And need I remind you that Satan is real, and he is after your heart. Peter described him as a roaring lion who is walking about, looking for people to devour. This is a spiritual battle. Ephesians six twelve says, "For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places." Guys, we must must keep our hearts. <clears throat> Proverbs 2, 10 and 11 says, when wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. You want to know how to do it. You want to know how to, how to have your treasure, uh, have God be your treasure, have your heart right, how to keep your heart. Here it is. Uh, when wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. Those are the two things that you need. Where do you get wisdom? Wisdom comes from God. You know, the Bible says in James that if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God That give it to all men liberally and upbraid not and it shall be given him. All we have to do for wisdom is ask for it. And, And by the way, it's in his word. Wisdom is in Proverbs. Wisdom is all throughout scripture. We ask God for wisdom. We put in the work and he gives it to us. God gives wisdom to us always. And how do we get knowledge? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That's where it is. And discretion, that's what we'll get. Discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee. Discretion is vital to keeping our hearts. Uh, You know, we're growing up and we're we're unsure of things and and all throughout your life, you'll never have all the answers. But you wanna know, uh, how do I know what's gonna be harmful to my heart? Discretion. Well, how do I know what music I can listen to? Discretion. How do I know what kind of entertainment I need to listen to? Discretion. How do I understand truth? How many of us, how many, how many young people go to college and get lost in the weeds of, of worldly doctrines and worldly influences? How do I know what's truth? Well, God's word is truth. Discretion. Guys, it's crazy. There's a horrible deficit in the area of discretion among our generation. Men and women today constantly are lost and don't know the truth. And that's crazy. It ought not to be true because the truth is at our fingertips. God's word is truth. When Jesus was asked what the greatest commandment was, he answered and said, that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy what? With all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Um, Guys, we need to pray. We need to pray that God would help us to keep our hearts, so that we can, as Ephesians 4.1 said, as Paul said, that we can walk worthy of the voc- vocation wherewith we are called. God has called us to something. He's called us to a vocation, but he requires us to have a heart that he can use. Otherwise, we're going to be the next Saul. And, and I don't want that. I want to be like David. I want to be a man that God can use. Well, guys, um, thanks for joining me this week. I know that it kind of felt like we were all over the place a little bit. We were in the Old Testament talking about Saul and David. And I, we mentioned other um, characters in the Bible that just displayed hearts that God could use or examples of hearts that God couldn't use. And if you didn't get anything from this podcast, from this study this week, I hope that you got the facts that God is searching for upright hearts that he can use. And he is looking for that heart in you. Are you an upright heart that God can use is your treasure laid up in heaven where moth and, must and and rust doesn't corrupt? It corrupts the stuff down on earth. And we need discretion on how to live here on earth. Because by the way, we work with materialistic things. Uh, everything. Our bank account, materialistic. God uses that money. We need discretion in how to deal with these things. So I hope you guys will pray for this. I hope you'll get in God's word and get wisdom and get understanding and, um, uh, I hope you guys will learn more about the characters of the Old Testament. Thanks again for joining me this week and I hope you guys have a really good rest of the week. Bye.
0: Thanks for being a part of Walk Talks today by listening and subscribing to our podcast. Follow us on social media for sneak peeks at future episodes and to share your favorites with others who would benefit as well. We hope your heart has been enriched by God's Word to take your next step in following Christ.